if you have less homes to be sold, you know, possibly you have now less buyers because of the rates, that's automatically going to cause a cool down effect for the market. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Closing with Corey podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 25th. And we're going to talk a little bit about the current market status as we go into November. Now, notoriously, November, December, and then especially that January, February time frame is typically when you start to see things slow down a little bit. You start to see this hot market start to cool off a little bit uh, with everything that's been going on with interest rates, just with the inventory We've seen that cool down happen a little bit quicker than a lot of people would like to see, uh, especially buyers, and we'll, and we'll get into all that type of stuff. The one thing that I think that I, I see constantly is a lot of different people have a lot of different opinions on the market, talking about uh, home prices, talking about, oh, you know, you're, you're buying at the, the highest possible price that is, you're overpaying for properties, and if you're just reading headlines, if you're just looking at those those highlighted uh, numbers that are going to be online, um, you can't really form an opinion just based off of that. Um, if it has to do anything political-wise, whatever the case may be, the numbers are what they are. So we're going to go over a bunch of numbers today. I'm going to try to not confuse anybody with them, but there's a lot of percentages. There's a lot of different things, but I think it's very important uh, for if, if you're buying or if you're selling or if you're kind of just on the cusp right now of trying to figure out what you want to do. But let's start off uh, with the home prices right now. Again, a lot of people say that is there going to be a, a crash of the market? Is things going to just you know come to this, this pinnacle and just start to skyrocket down? And year to date, the home prices in New Jersey are still up 9.3%. So they're still on the rise. At the end of the day, is it at a slower pace than it was in the past uh, two to three years, especially starting in 2019? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, the fact is, is that they are still on the rise right now at 9.3%. This is a, is a big number that I want to talk about, is that the number of homes in New Jersey that have sold is down 25.6% year to date. A lot has to factor into that. A lot has to contribute to that. Number one, Inventory is going to be something that I will speak about consistently throughout this episode. It's just that you talk to any agent, there's just nothing to sell. You talk to any buyers. These these um, these auto searches that I have for my buyers, they used to have you know three to four to eight to nine different listings every single week, especially on like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is typically like the hot spot for for new listings. And now there's either no uh, emails getting sent out or one to two. Just last week, I think that I had maybe five or six homes get sent out to one buyer and the buyer actually texted me and said, oh, wow, things are starting to pick up a little bit. I just got five, you know, five homes, which used to be a normal thing around like that April, May timeframe. So the homes that are that are, are out there right now, there's just not many of them, which is comes to our next two numbers right here is that. The number of homes for sale in New Jersey year to date is down 28%. That's huge because you're looking at the numbers from last year and you're looking at the inventory that was down last year, the amount of demand that was there for last year in 2022 and 2020, you know, uh, 2021. And that number, as far as the homes uh, being for sale, continues to decrease. Um, so inventory, again, is always going to be the constant uh, denominator. And I think in, in all of these issues and in, in all these factors here. Uh, and last but not least, the number of new listings is down year to date, 14.8%. Kind of goes based off of the number that we just talked about as far as the numbers that the uh, of sold homes. 
Clearly, if the number of sold homes are down, the number of new listings are going to be down because, again, because of inventory. Uh, another thing that I, I looked into was just the the demand for New Jersey. So funny enough, New Jersey is not even on the top 10 states uh, to to move into uh, based off of different other areas within the country. Um, but it is uh, on, on some areas within New Jersey that um, I personally work in that seems to be the most desired areas. Uh, for instance, out of the 10 areas in New Jersey with the fastest growing sales price, at number three on the list was actually Bridgewater. So Bridgewater is at a 38.2% rate as far as what it's growing for uh, for sales price. Basically, as far as property value, the, the the number of homes that are being sold. Bridgewater has always been a desired area. You, you have the location-wise, you have school districts, you have just a, a bunch of great things that brings a lot of people that want to live in Bridgewater. So as, as you see that, number six on the list is actually Hillsborough. So out of the places that I work out, out of the 10 areas that were available, only those two areas fell into the most desired areas with the highest growing sales price. Uh, was Bridgewater at number three, Hillsborough at number six at 25.2%. The other thing to kind of go along with that, which funny enough, I don't, I don't know how these numbers kind of go along with each other, but um, for competitive towns, meaning that where are the most buyers, where is the most competition, where are you going to see the most highest and best and, and crazy and number offers, all that type of stuff. Um, out of those two, they didn't even make the top 10 for the most competitive towns in New Jersey, but Flemington was number eight for the most competitive town, which I think will, will kind of come to a fact to where if, if these buyers that are trying to get into Somerset County uh, and then as a second option and for a lot of people for their first option to be able to go into Hunterdon County um, actually is where, where I live at as, as, as well now. That is just growing the amount of people that are looking to, to go into those homes. So a lot of numbers there. I, I hope that all that you know sort of made sense. Um, but I, I know that at the end of the day, what this all boils down to is that for right now, going into November, there's not enough homes to be sold. Uh, there's still a lot of buyers. Uh, have the interest rates played a, a role on all of this? Absolutely. The interest rates, whether they were at four and a half, the five and a half, the six and a quarter, and now they're going up to the eights, possibly projected into the nine percents. Um, that's a scary number. So for a lot of uh, buyers, that affordability factor is becoming a little bit of an issue. So when it, when it relates to all the numbers that we just talked about, if you have less homes to be sold, you know, possibly you have now less buyers because of the rates, that's automatically going to cause a cool down effect for the market. Um, it's not going to cause a crash because the demand is still there, as we can see. Uh, it's just that the demand for these properties that are not yet listed is still there. So once these properties come on, I think that we're going to have a... Honestly, probably a little bit of a rough couple of months here going into 2024. Hopefully by that that April, uh, that 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 April May time frame for 2024, we're we're gonna hopefully be able to see not things even out a little bit, um, but definitely see the listings starting to come up a little bit along with the affordability factor to still be able to have this this highly competitive real estate market. All right, guys, let's take a quick break to talk to you about Simplicity Title. You may not know this. 
But when you're buying a home, there is a lot of work that goes into getting to your closing table, including title insurance. Title insurance is a financial protection due to property defects for mortgage lenders and home buyers. But let's keep it simple. For over 15 years, Simplicity Title has been protecting buyers with their expert teams working on all the documents that get you through a closing and a fraud protection process that keeps your money safe. You can check out Simplicity Title's profiles on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or go to learn.simplicitytitle.com to find out more about them. Do you want to talk to someone? One, call 877-848-5320 or send an email to info at simplicitytitle.com and tell them that Corey Fandel sent you. Simplicity title, your title made simple. Another big thing that I want to talk about today real quick is that going into October, um, deals that have fell through is at the highest rate that it's been for almost over a year. So a lot of a lot of my buyers ask me, is it worth putting in this offer if I'm going to be considered as a backup offer? Or if we're number two on the list, hey, should we keep our offer on there as a backup offer or just move on to the next property? Things happen. I think that you see homes a lot, a, a lot of times now coming back on the market. And when that happens, people sometimes think, well, it, there's something wrong with the house. Could potentially be something wrong with the house. It could be a number of things. It could be the fact that the rates have gone up. So the affordability on the buying side is, is no longer something that was as clear as it was when that, when that buyer was putting in uh, an offer to begin with. Um, it could be that the buyer no longer qualifies for this particular mortgage or for this particular price point. Um, you know, it could be something from inspections. It could be that, you know, they went through inspections. That's the other thing too. You know, these, these buyers that are throwing out, you know, waiving inspections, waiving appraisals as is, you know, taking care of all these things. Is that still happening? Absolutely. Is it happening at the, the degree that it used to be, you know, close to a, a year ago, even like six to eight months ago? Absolutely not. Um, a lot of the offers I would probably say 50% of the offers that I put in in the month of October had the appraisals waived. The other 50% of them did not have the appraisals waived. And either way, they were competitive as far as what these other offers were. Um, So just something to think about. The the lifts of, of what could potentially be an issue on why a deal fell through goes on. Those are, are the main things that we, we, we look at and that we see. Um, and it's just something to consider again, going into these offers, going into these multiple bids, um, thinking about the potential of, okay, if this person's throwing out everything are, is this deal going to go through or are we going to have a potential to come in as a, as a backup offer and be selected as the actual offer? Absolutely. Um, kind of lastly is just the questions that I've been getting over like these last couple of months. One I already talked about a little bit was about like the, the market itself crashing and, there's no data to show that. Don't read off of headlines. Don't read off of of, of different uh, news stations just trying to have like that fear-driven media. If you want to start actually looking into the, the data itself, if you want to actually start looking into the history of the, the real estate market itself, then be able to educate yourself a little bit. And, I'm not, and, I, and I, I don't say that to to downplay anybody's opinion. Everyone has an opinion on everything these days, but it's more so of just, if you want to talk to people or if you want to be able to be of service to people or even within the conversation to be able to add some type of, of relevant information, I would just say to do as much research as you possibly can to, to see how the market is and to see in, in, in the history of the real estate market for all the way back from like 1917, how things have actually been. Actually, I do have a little bit of information from my friend Alfonso, who 
I've had on the podcast already. So I wanted him to send me some some information over just based off of rates. Now, I'm going to try to say this without confusing you because I confused myself when I was reading it the first time. Um, what he's getting a lot of is buyers waiting for the rates to go down. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, does it make sense once you look at all the information that's in front of you? That's going to be a per-person question to answer yourself. How he laid this out, and again, I'm sorry if I butcher this, but so for the buyers that are waiting for the rates to come down, he said that if rates were to drop 1.5% on a $550,000 home, it's a monthly saving of $425 a yearly saving of $5,100 versus an equity gain if you were to purchase that home of $31,900. Basically, what he is saying is you are not saving as much money as you are getting a return in your equity if you were to still buy that home uh, at the current rates right now at that current price. Um, the second thing he said, if you're waiting for home values to go down, that's another thing that he's hearing from a lot of the buyers is that, hey, I'm waiting for the rates to come down. Hey, I'm waiting for these for these values of these of these homes to come down a little bit. Um, he said that since 1942, homes have appreciated 73 times and they've only gone down seven times in history. Um, also, he said that values are predicted to rise by another five and a half percent. I'm sorry, five point eight percent going into 2024. And as we just said throughout this entire podcast, that inventory is down 38% since 2019. Um, so for buyers, I would just say get your stuff together. Uh, right now, these next couple of months is going to be pivotal for you to be ready for that 2024 market. That is there a magic ball that's going to say exactly what it's going to be? No, but we can kind of take all the information that we have, all the percentages, all the predictions, and to say that you're going to be looking at a similar 2022 market, 2023 market, um, as far as once this inventory starts coming up. And if rates do go down a little bit, you're going to see those buyers flooding back into the market to try and get some properties. So again, set yourself up with a plan, get yourself ready for 2024, um, November, December, January, February. I, I'm, I'm not saying this for to be, you know, 100% a definite guarantee, but it's going to be a little bit rough when it comes, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes down to inventory, the inventory is just not going to be there. Um, so buyers don't get too, too frustrated. Just understand everyone's kind of dealing with the same thing. Uh, and that's really it. The last thing I was going to say is as far as uh, just going over Al's text, but we just uh, basically went through all that stuff. So uh, it's a it's a tough time for sure. It's it's a lot of un, uh, uncertainty. It's a lot of uh, almost like a waiting game. You know, uh, buyers are just waiting and waiting for two things to happen, for more properties to come out onto the market and to hear some some uh, better news regarding the rates as is everybody else. So um, we shall just see what these next couple of weeks and months bring. Um, and then, as I said, just to be able to be ready to go for, for 2024. Today was a lot more geared towards my buyers just because I've, ha I've been having this conversation with a lot more buyers. Um, sellers are getting into that, that phase of, okay, you know, I'm going to wait until the spring market which by all means, everybody has their own agenda. Everybody has their own idea as far as what they want to do. Um, if you're still kind of in question as far as should I list now or should I wait, reach out to me. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll go over the pros and cons of, of both situations. Um, and that's about it. I am going to 
uh, probably be another two or three weeks. I'm going to be having a guest on the next episode. So uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff there. As always, make sure to subscribe, um, leave a comment, whatever it is, uh, reach out to me. Also, if you have a topic that you want me to discuss or kind of go over a little bit more in depth, like even for today, I know that I kind of broke down a whole bunch of information a little bit quick. So if there's one thing in particular that you want me to talk about a little bit more in depth, definitely reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, I'll, I'll put that in my notes to be able to discuss that in the further episodes as well. So reach out. Let's have a conversation. Let's kind of get you ready to go for, for next year. Um, as always, I appreciate it. Have a good rest of your week.